Episode 115 of We The Gamer Cast. It's coming to you because of WeTheNerdy.com, and it's every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, and mother-loving YouTube. Thank you for rating us on iTunes and subscribing and everything else you do. I'm a little out of practice, guys. I, as you know, I, I took a week off, so the, a little rest I've got to kind of brush off here. But before we get too far into it, I want to give a quick high five and thank you to our amazing people over at patreon.com slash make us better. That's why we're on YouTube. That's why we do two extra episodes a month with recurring guests like Zach Erickson was the last episode. It's Nintendo Dad's November, Justin Masson coming up. And so it's all possible thanks to all of our patrons, especially our executive producers, our platinum executive producer, Corey Hicks. Gold executive producer Sheldon Benedict and all of our gentlemen, yes, Bobby, our gentlemen executive producers, Nick Militia from Next Level Games, James Johnson, Jesse Armstrong, Glocko Schaefer, Joey Hare, David Ray, Mike Drummy. Mike Drummy gets a second Mike Drummy because I stumbled a little bit. Brendan Myers and Aaron Doherty. I hope I nailed it, Aaron. I you got me all up in my head, man. I don't know what to th- I don't know what to think. I've got Lincoln in my lap. He's looking at me like, "What are you even doing? Who are you talking to, Lincoln? I'm talking to the people on the internet. One day you will meet them. They've already given you a gift. These people on the internet. They they they're very nice to to us. So what, thank you guys for everything. And um, if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet, and uh, we talk about video games. If you want to be part of the show, just tweet at me at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. I'm gonna guys. I don't want to beat around the bush. This is a, a tough week for my family, and I really appreciate your understanding in taking some time. Uh, normally, I record on Sunday mornings, and I was literally just about to sit down when I got the call from from my dad last week, and we. I'm just going to take a quick moment to kind of tell you what was happening. So my grandma, 92 years old, just like the greatest lady. I think everybody can say that about their grandmother. Um, she has, over the last couple of years lost her sight, lost her hearing, lost her mind, lost like, it's kind of just, you know, as you get old, it just, these things happen. So, you know, she, her and I actually had conversations a number of years ago before, you know, when she could actually see me and when she could actually hear what I had to say to her. And she would tell me that she was ready. And that's actually like, I, I keep that conversation in my mind. It gives me a lot of comfort because she's been on her own for quite a while. My grandpa died. Her husband died back in 2000. So I feel like she's lived a whole nother lifetime since his passing. And for her to move on, I, I feel I feel comfort in that this is what she wanted. Like she was ready. And so I actually am more sad for my dad and my brother isn't taking it entirely well. And I just don't think that my brother had that conversation with her. So... It's time to be there for family. It's time to uh, just just help wherever, however I can. So we actually got to we got to say our goodbyes. We were out actually for dinner with my dad and all of it, the whole family was there. Um, Chelsea and Lincoln and my sister and her kids and her husband and, and my younger brother and his girlfriend. Everybody was out for dinner and we were celebrating my dad's uh, retirement actually. And Lincoln's trying to eat the microphone cord, so bear with me, guys. Um, we were out for retirement and uh, retirement dinner. And my dad got the call basically right then that she hadn't been eating for a couple of days and uh, that the end was near, that she was pretty much taking her last breath. So, I mean, it's call it whatever you want, cosmic, whatever, coincidence, serendipitous, but we were all at a restaurant that was across the street 
from where my grandma's home was. So we literally, like, we paid our check. We got in our cars. We drove across the street because it's too cold to walk, apparently. And we just were there with her. We all got to give her a hug and hold her hand as she was taking her final breaths. And we sat with her and we were we hung out as a family for a few hours, actually. We were there. Chelsea and Lincoln got to meet her for the first time and I guess the last time. And uh, we, we just sat with her and we said our goodbyes. For a number of hours, we had a priest come in and, and he gave her last rites. And actually, that was probably probably like the best part of the night, I guess, in a weird way. Just because I feel like that gave a lot of people in the room that comfort. And we like the the tenor of the room that the 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 atmosphere changed, I guess you could say. Um, we started just hanging out as a family and just kind of like we're chatting. We had we had coffee and donuts and stuff. So it was it was nice. I don't know if there's like a great way to really do that, but that was about as um, that is a good memory. And I know that it meant a lot for my dad to have us all there. And my mom was very close to her as well. So that's a long way to long story to say that's why we took a week off. So I really appreciate you guys' understanding. And I also really, really appreciate there's too many of you to to really name names, but so many of you reached out with kind words, with condolences, and even checking up on me during the week. And I really, really appreciate it. You have no idea that means the absolute world to me that that you guys did that. And honestly, like it just yeah, it's very, very humbling. So very comforting and, and gives me strength to continue to be there for my family. So that's, that was great. So thank you guys so much. Um, I'm excited while all of this is happening. Patreon changes are happening. I've got one more if we ran Nintendo in me before I move on. And this is another kind of like, it's exciting, but sort of sad too, because like Bobby and I have been doing this for a long time. You know, this is, this is my Bobby time. This is when Bobby, the geek guru came on my show. You what, two years ago. I don't even know how long it was now. And we became really good friends. And this is, this was our one on one time. And, you know, we're, we're moving to, I think, bigger and, and better. Mom, I don't know what, it, what to call it, but we're moving in an exciting direction. And I'm totally pumped to talk Xbox with Toby and Bobby on the new gaming guru show. That is awesome. But this, you know, changes. I like to just reflect on what, where we came from. Like the, all of this started because Bobby was on my show and, we just kind of took, took it from there. And if we ran Nintendo, is such a cool thing that we just wanted to do something together. And that's all of this is because of that. We just, and so I guess I need to keep that in mind as we move on to the next thing that I shouldn't be scared to do something new or scared to change anything. Because if I didn't do anything new with if we ran Nintendo for the first time, then none of this would happen. So who the heck knows what's going to happen? But it's definitely like when some of these things change, I, I wasn't sure. I'm like, yeah, Joseph, go ahead. You can have if we're on Nintendo. Now that it's kind of the transition is happening, I'm like, oh, this is, hmm, how am I I'm feeling feelings all of a sudden? So, um, so that's happening. Uh, that's really, that's really it. That's, I, let, you know what, guys? I'm excited. I'm going to be in Toronto this week. Uh, my grandma's funeral is on Friday. Uh, it's actually on Black Friday. So that's a whole other thing. Going to have to do my shopping on Thursday, I guess, right, guys? Uh, that's awful. I can't believe I even said that. Um, Check out, please, if everything goes well, I will be on Game Moose Podcast. I will be there live. I'll be in Toronto with Ryan, with Drew, and I can't freaking wait. I'm going to hang out with Brock this week, hopefully with Dapper, maybe Marissa. Who knows who's, what's going to happen? Guys, I can't wait. Toronto's happening, but you're in for a really great conversation this week, and I'm so sorry that it had to wait the extra week, but uh, the, the wait is worth it. 
because it's Matt Knight at Skinny Matt K. He does Nintendo memoirs. And honestly, this is just a really great nerdy chat. And in case uh, many of you have probably seen Matt Knight, Skinny Matt in the chat and in the, in the Discord and everything else uh, popping up everywhere, everywhere I am, he's, he's there and he's, he's chatting. He's there first, really. I'm, I'm following him around. And um, this is a great chat to get to know him a little bit better. He's just another genius that's on this show. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Here he is, Matt Knight. You can't, like, basically YouTube has the same problem as the Nintendo voice chat app where like where I guess used to where you needed to leave it open and if you closed it then then everything was shut down and that was basically the thing that like always kept me from really becoming like a common or a frequent watcher I guess of video podcasts yeah. is mostly like if I'm not doing anything and I've, I've actually found it that like if I'm sitting around just like eating food then I'll throw it on TV, I guess. And like, if if Chelsea's around, we'll we'll sit and watch like the kind of funny guys or the. Recently, she's gotten into the What's Good Games, girls. Yeah. And uh, so, if there's like a video version of that, it seems like more inclusive to, I guess, throw it up on TV rather than rather than uh, just throw on a podcast and have it coming out the back of your phone. But yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> so I love your Luigi hat, dude. That looks so sweet. Where'd you get that from? Honestly, uh, I was in. Uh target one day and it was just sitting on a shelf not even the right spot i'm like i've looked at it, i'm like oh it's a kid's hat oh and but it isn't I'm like, let me toss no it's not <laughs> it's an adult hat it, it, or, or my head's smaller than i think it is so i don't think so. that's what i was noticing i'm like usually you see like mario or luigi like really just video game stuff in general and like you can just tell it was crapped out of a like one of those just swag factories that looks like yeah. a genuinely like good. It's decent. Nice it's just hat. the color is a little lighter than I like, and I'll be honest. The reason I'm wearing the hat is I'm three months without a haircut, so I got the hockey hair going. Oh you know? yeah. yeah, dude! I haven't heard people yeah, talk about hockey hair going. forever. Oh, my pens got beat last night. So, you're are you from from Pittsburgh? I grew up about thirty miles from Pittsburgh. Okay, but I grew up in Ohio, so yeah. So that's kind of like the closest, I guess. What? Is there, yeah, is there can, any hockey teams in Ohio? No. Well, there's Columbus, but they came about, what, 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. Blue Jackets? I, for, I forgot about them. I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pull for them. I'll root for them. They're my number two team. They're in the Western Conference, but mm-hmm. I can't jump ship on a team. I just, Doesn't I like the Pens weird? when they were terrible. Do you think Do you think of Columbus as being Western, like, at all? I don't know. It's Wait, no, same. they're in the Eastern. They, they did put them back in the Eastern Conference. Wow. Mm-hmm. But, That's like, right. even, like, there's the Chicago thing and Detroit. Like, they kind of go back and forth. And, like, yeah. it makes me, as a Canadian, as a dumb, ignorant person, I'm like, I don't think that that's where that is. I know, right? But I, but it, but as a kid, you think East-West, you think, like, there's this middle, this line down the middle. Yeah. And, like, West is, ever, but, you know, it's, I feel I, bad for them, actually, just because of all the travel. Like, if you're in Chicago and you're playing, like, Anaheim, that's not good. That's no, no fun for anybody. No, no, going off to San Jose or something mm-hmm. like that, that's... Who knew that California would be, like, a powerhouse of hockey teams? Well, look at Vegas this year. Oh, dude, I'm going to... Don't tell my dad. Actually, this will have nope. aired by the time... <laughs> he is not listening. Uh, we're taking my dad to a Oilers and 
Golden Knights game for his retirement. Yeah. He's finally retiring this year. So I, I've been asking him when he's going to retire since I was like six years old. Like basically when I found out that like he's not at home because he's going off to work. And I can still remember, oddly enough, like asking him, when is he going to stop working? And I remember him telling me back then when he's 55. And I remember that just being like a huge amount of time. Like cause he was probably around 40 at the time. Yeah. And, uh, and he's going on 68. Like he's way past. I don't know if he really like locked in on that age or if he was just guessing at the time. But I'm like, oh, that's that's a long time. But he's been he's been kind of putting it off for a couple of years actually. My brother, I talked to him just the other day, and we're th- thinking about getting him an uh, an iPhone X as his retirement present. Oh wow! But I don't know. I, we have a lot of siblings, so we can all kind of like pitch for this, and it's hopefully. Okay. I don't even know how much is gonna like after a after a, a contract how much it's going to cost i just kind of my mom threw it out there so we were just kind of talking about it if there's four of us yeah surely this will be affordable but i have no idea to be honest with you but he's like no i can't i can't i already got him his retirement gift like three years ago when he like he took him to montreal for like f1 racing oh, wow. or something so i'm like oh yeah i totally forgot but he's like yeah dad used it up on his first retirement so <laughs> So how about you, man? You're, I love looking at everybody's Twitter because, you know, some people have very telling Twitter bios and some people have just nonsense like, like me. But I found yours very interesting. Why don't you tell me and everybody what it is that you do? Because I love, you know, we all, we'll get to video games in a second where we talked about hockey, talk, okay. we, we sprinkled oh, yeah. in a little bit of hat talk, but like, what do you do during the day, man? That you have, that you even have a moment to, do nintendo memoirs in between contracts (laughs) which that's a brand new uh thing i just kind of did off a whim but anyhow yeah i'm technically i'm a geologist i am i'm a project manager with this very small mom paul consulting firm here Mm -hmm. i live in rochester and even though i'm a project manager i'm more of a staff geologist feel still i'm out in the field quite a bit uh doing stuff where it's in remediation um, asbestos sampling. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is yeah. way too many syllables. What the hell is remediation? <laughs> Clean up. When someone <laughs> spills crap and they make a big mess in the environment, the, the, everything gets reported to the state and mm-hmm. sometimes even the EPA. And there's steps that have to go through. They're kind of hired as the middleman to clean it up. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not necessarily the one that's going in on the first spill emergency response. But once that's done and kind of taking the samples and you know, trying to find the most cost-effective way for the client and this, what the state wants done and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Hang on so. a second. I, I, so just so you know, when we first started the call, I will cut that. That won't be on this. So now I get to like let everybody wonder what happened. I'm going to try and do that as much as possible. I forgot to do it with Alex Van Aken. I'm going to try and do something that leads people to wonder, what the hell <laughs> were they talking about? <laughs> but I've just recently come to yeah. know that that. Breathing isn't the easiest thing. Like asthma is is a thing for for you yeah. and I. I grew up with asthma, and I know the like. I think that it only gets worse probably as you as we become an adult. Um, but I, I think diagnosed. I think it diagnosed with it till I was probably twenty five. Okay, so, so when did you start doing this work? Okay, this is kind of what I'm talking about here, Matt. <laughs> what kind of materials are you inhaling and around? Um, like what's what's affecting you? Do we need to find you? A new, do you need to come to Canada? Yeah, we have lots of forests. No, I've, 
I found out I had issues way before. Oh, yeah, the forests are actually okay. worse for me. So. Oh, that's true. That's true. Smells, Good you know? point. <laughs> <laughs> Give me true. those chemicals that just burn everything. You know, I'll be fine. Right, Keep right. Short in five years off my life. It's yeah, good. Yeah, that natural no. fur and pollen, just like that'll kill you in your shoes. Yeah. So, but no, I mean, with like, what are you site I've been working lately? Um, well, with the company I'm with now is really small, so mm-hmm. it's a big change because I'm. Long story short, at one point, I lived for in Atlanta for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I graduated school, worked for a small geotech company doing concrete testing. Went to um, <laughs> the environmental company, um, a different company. It was a little bigger. Mm-hmm. I, was, I had like 700 employees work country, all across the country. And it was a lot of work around gas stations and stuff like that uh, and in, in industrial facilities. What kind went of to, training do you have? Like, What was school like for you? I have, I have a bachelor's degree in geology. That's amazing. Okay, so specifically in ge- – because so I know a lot of people who, who graduate with a bachelor's degree in, in just science, and I don't know if it's just they went – I mean, Alberta, like where I live, is very different because you you can go get all the education in the world, and then they'll just – you'll get paid to go work in the oil fields like for three times more than whatever you got trained for. So, you, so I yeah. know a lot of people who have some like – general knowledge in the fields that they work in but ultimately they were just kind of, kind of like plucked and thrown into tar pits to go That's... pull stuff from the ground um but is that like they all sort of talk about how useless their bachelor of science is i imagine bachelor of I... geology is a little bit more specialized like it's like no no oh okay no it, it, it'll help i mean it's a specific like science working... sort of yeah i mean i work with people i've worked with people that are um have physics degrees, mm-hmm. biology degrees. It's just kind of wherever you mm-hmm. have, they kind of, no oh, thunder, uh, they kind of put you in, um, you know, just kind of get your foot in the door. I mean, right. probably 10 years ago, you didn't need a degree to do what I do, to right. be honest, except okay. for writing the reports and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I've, I've so, worked with So is that just a four-year four year program? Yeah, I just have a four-year degree. Yeah. yeah. So not just, like, let, let's be honest, because... <laughs> Like anybody who's gone through it and, and, you know, going through convocation and have your commencement and receiving the degree at the end is like, it's very memorable. At least it was for me. I think some people skip it and maybe they regret it. Did you, did you go through that whole process or were you yeah. like, screw that? Oh, I spent way too much time right? before your degree. I went, I was on that seven year plan. Hi. <laughs> yep. Same here. I did a, I did a transfer actually. I started at a kind of a very, a smaller college and you could transfer to the big university. Yep. So I kind of did like a. Even my high school was small, so I went to like oh, a, a pretty small like I'm junior high. I'm from a high. very small town. Oh, really? I graduated. With, I, gra- I graduated with there was 84 in my graduating class in high school. That's amazing, because so. I grew up. <laughs> this is just this is this is where Canada and U.S. kid. I don't know if it's the same in the U.S., but I know that the big deal in in Canada, at least when I was growing up, was class sizes were like in elementary were ballooning to 30, 35 kids per class right yeah. and so you're talking about your entire school being 80 people <laughs> oh no no my my graduating class was 80 there was about 300 for the oh, whole okay. high school nine through 12 oh, still yeah that's that's easily like that's about a third of my high school which was which was small yeah. so did you find that 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 was actually beneficial to you to to grow up in a fairly kind of like tightly knit school and and community it has its plus and minus pluses and minuses okay. um there's some good things, but there's a lot of things I didn't get exposure to. Mm. Um, just, you know, you, I get to college and people are like, I was in orchestra and stuff. And I'm like, I was in band. 
Oh, that's yeah. You know, right. Uh, you know, the, I could take Spanish. There was no other foreign language to take and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah, I was just, I was the same thing. Like my high school, I, and and it was just across the street that it was like the giant couple thousand kids going to that school and i had i think we were around somewhere around 800 in our school and and like they had they had everything they had you know they would break up even their uh, industrial arts like basically just like the manly stuff and they would break it up into like in each individual courses of this is just car stuff like they had like car classes and i'm like yep. we we had chess club like we had i went to just like the nerdiest the nerdiest school and actually i think our graduating class was so bad like my friends were such terrible terrible students and i love them to pieces but a a huge percentage of my friends just didn't they flat out didn't have the credits to graduate and so now now it's funny because the 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 school isn't it used to be like this international like this ib school uh and now it's not and i always blame my friends for that which which (laughs) is whatever but it's funny that you say that because like i don't know if what what tangible benefits i would have had from from having a school with like football per se like i don't think i would have played football really but like those are kind of extracurriculars that just i guess come with all of those extra people i mean you didn't play hockey didn't play hockey i can't skate like my wife is are you canadian i know i don't think so i think (laughs) i was maybe brought in on a basket (laughs) from somewhere (laughs) and and Chelsea wants Lincoln to skate basically as soon as possible. Like her dad, her dad was, uh, was a referee at a really high level in hockey. And, okay. and actually I think had he not been married or had he not feared divorce, he probably would have been refereeing, uh, or at least lines being a linesman in, in the NHL. So that's kind of, kind of neat. So Chelsea learned to skate from her dad who, okay. who obviously was a, you don't even think about that when you watch hockey, you don't think about like the yeah. players or anybody. They're just so natural. I'm like, that is just they whatever they want to do they have to do it and in my brain yeah. on skates it's like hang on everybody I'm, I'm, just yeah I'm, I'm just trying not to fall and i don't know <laughs> i stopped like plowing into the wall and catching myself so i i, I get it mm-hmm. i didn't skate until i was in high school guys like we're going a bunch of people are like we're gonna go ice skating you want to go right sure yeah do you bring a chair that i can like <laughs> lean like basically like the walker version of of ice skating no my, my ass was sore so <laughs> i'm not good at, at snowboarding snowboarding i've tried I, maybe twice and yeah my knee and wrists actually you basically just fall for if, if the front edge of your snowboard catches and okay just so everybody else knows there's probably like johnny casino sitting in in texas right now thinking about like what shorts is he gonna wear today and i'm looking outside i'm in the basement yeah. and my window is filling up with like it's it's snowing so hard oh right you now. guys got snow already mm-hmm. yeah, we, yeah so it's winter time for us legit yeah, I'm so we usually have snow by now usually um halloween kids are trick-or-treating in their winter coats but it's still well, look out the window. It's it's raining in about fifty. So, mm-hmm. so probably all the doubt about uh, global warming is basically coming from Canada. We're like, mm, I don't see it. <laughs> it's not really happening. I totally. I'm kidding. We believe in it. It's a real thing. I'm like fairly, fairly, fairly certain of that. Matt, where where do video games come in for you as like as growing up in a small town? Like, do you even get shipments from Nintendo? Does Nintendo know that you guys are there? Should do they do they ship video games to? <laughs> small town ohio <laughs> well you uh drive 10 miles to you know Come where on. the you know where kmart was and yeah uh or you know back in the day it was hills you know so it was what sorry you could drive either to hills it was oh, an old department store from back in the day anyone from the pittsburgh area will remember it <laughs> nice i love it i love those those random <laughs> call outs yeah dude 
Um, no, it was one of those things. I, growing up, I got a brother and sister that are eight and nine years older than me. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, ever since I can remember, we had an Atari twenty six hundred. So, yeah. officially, the first game I ever beat was um, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Really? So, yes, the one the Atari. That's I was awesome. probably uh, maybe five, six years old. Yeah. I mean, it was obviously on easy mode and all that mm. stuff. But did you have like, um, were you able to watch the movie at that age too? Because I feel like, like as kids growing up back yeah. then, maybe we were watching things that like maybe we shouldn't have. I remember being in like grade one and kids were talking like the movie at that time was like uh, Terminator Two, and it was like if you saw <laughs> Terminator Two, your parents were awesome, <laughs> and my parents did not let me watch Terminator Two. And it's yeah, kind of, like, I was, looking back, I, think like, I was twelve when that came out, and mm. I didn't get to see that until I was a little older. Yes. It was a, it's rated R, wasn't it? Dude, yes. And the thing was, I heard about it because kids talk and you hear about, you know, yeah. the robot man with the flesh on his robot skeleton getting lowered into the, into the lava. And like lava was a big thing back then. Like when you're, when you're a kid growing up and, cause it kills you instantly. Like if Mega Man touches lava, like you die. Oh, of like course. It's, so that's, that was always a big thing. I feel like we've lost our, our fascination with lava. I remember the like the movie Volcano, one of my favorite movies oh, ever. Because oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's so bad. It's, I'm, I'm just kidding. It's really not one of my favorite movies. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. I got guilty pleasure movies that are awful that I like. So oh, tell me, kind of comes with. Oh, well, I wouldn't call them awful, but a lot of them are the cult classics. You can't go wrong with the Evil Dead trilogy. Bruce oh, Campbell yeah, is probably course. the greatest actor alive. So I will totally give you that one. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just trying to think now. Now I'm on the spot. I'm, no, that's I'm all right. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you think because I like. <laughs> Army of Darkness, I remember watching it for the first time, and it was, I don't know if it, it goes just hand in hand with nerds, because I i watched it with a good friend of mine who I probably spent the, next to neighbor Matt, uh, I spent the most time with, with this friend I talked about recently, his name was Chance, and he was one who showed me Army of Darkness, and it was just like, we played, we either were playing video games, or we were watching Army of Darkness, and I'm just laughing my balls off at this movie, I'm like, yeah. I'm not even sure if I'm supposed to be laughing, like, is this, a, like, like there's no laugh track, so yeah. I'm not being told my, laugh at this. My ex- my exposure to that was um oh I was probably ten mm-hmm. or so, and I was over at a friend's house. We were like my family had a, there was like a Christmas party or some gathering might might have been Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. We used to go to this one fr- family friend's house, and I was friends with their neighbor next door. So we I kind of hopped over there and he's like check this movie out and watch Evil Dead Two. So, yeah, and I would just remember laughing my ass off the whole time, dude. So. And like, so I watched it well after it was a thing. Like I had, by the time I got around to it, I had, I had played the heck out of like Duke Nukem and things like, like things that were like yeah. definitely inspired by the, like the, the quippy one-liners, uh, uh, Bruce Campbell. And like, it's, it was neat for me to kind of go back and go, Oh, that's where all of this actually comes from. And it was almost like watching, like for me, that's about as close to like, the best video game movie ever because it was, it was sort of backwards. Like it actually made the movie good and they made it first. And then video games sort of, sort of gave paid homage to it a little bit later. And I don't know if that's, is that even a thing? Did I just make that up? Or like a, to me, I, the two are very connected. I think they are, but just depends on when you grew up. I think it was one of those things that people, mm. uh, they probably were, you know, if they went hand in hand, but it just kind of worked out that way. Right. I yeah, mean, I wonder. So, so what other guilty pleasure? Because I'll give you another one. I don't know if you know this about me, Matt. My legit, I was joking about Volcano, and like I think that was like 1998, and there was just a ton of these disaster movies that, that had a whole oh. new flair to them. 
Armageddon is legitimate, like one of my all-time favorite movies ever made, and I have no shame saying that. I did a show called Nerdflix and Chill for about a year, and that was always I like. I always wanted to come back to Armageddon. Are you kidding me? Space and nukes and Bruce Willis and Steve Buscemi and Owen Wilson and that guy from Prison Break and Michael Clark Duncan and they got two amazing shuttles and holy crap, dude. See, I didn't like it, but it might have been because I saw it the first time it was released when it was called Deep Impact. So, (laughs) (laughs) What, like a week before? It might have been a year. Deep Impact is so bad. Oh, yeah. I'm... I used to work in a video store, so we used to pull those bad, Did you really? the cheesy movies. Yeah, when I, I worked at this little video store, two blocks from my house when I was when I was sixteen. The summer I was sixteen, I started working there up until I went to college. Nice. And, like one of my favorite movies, that a lot of people don't know about, and it gets I think it gets bad rep. Is you ever see the Frighteners? No. With Michael J. Fox? Oh, with the oh, it's got that like oh. white kind of logo, like a skull kind of thing. What's the? It's logo like it's coming it? through the door. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Zemeckis did it. That's it. it. They mm-hmm. they it's marketed it as a horror film. It's a comedy. I mean, no it completely, yeah, it's hilarious. Art, uh, <laughs> Arlie Army's in it, and like the whole plot is like Michael J. Fox is like he can see ghosts, and he to make money, he he can talk to them. He has mm-hmm. his ghost haunt things, you yeah. know, and he gets his money. And then there's something re- like I don't want to give a spoiler, but something big starts going on. Where How people old is this movie? Oh, it probably came out '96 ish. Just tell me, plus or just, minus two years. Just what happened? I mean. I mean Jake Busey's in it, so I mean, come on, it doesn't get any better than that. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, so that's the level that we're talking about. I don't think. Oh, yeah. So I'm Gary Busey's brother. Like I don't even think I even think, know. Is it like, his son? I don't even know, man. That's I the best part. I don't like, know that information. When I got kids, that information went out. I used to be so full of useless knowledge, but now it's it's gone. Well, that's good that it was actually so. like it it wasn't stuck and just permanently taking up space because Lord knows that I could be absorbing new information, but nope, too bad. I've got tons of lines of dialogue from Armageddon and Wayne's World and Austin Powers that are just like they're stuck there. Ace Ventura. Did I already say that? Uh, no, but that's a classic, dude. And it, and, it, and it comes up more than it should like chelsea and i will catch each other kind of like quoting movies from the early 90s and just like oh yeah that and then we just keep going into the scene and maybe i could maybe remember where i put my keys one day that would probably be better than than withholding if only i could like manage my brain's memory like i do with my pc and just like just empty that recycle bin just yeah just just clear that out clear it out like um what's that other movie that jim carrey movie um spotless mind what the heck was it oh, called? Oh, Eternal Sunshine. For Eternal Spotless Sunshine. Yeah. yeah. That'd be weird. I don't so know. I, I don't know if I'd want that. Were you, did, you have, did you have games at the at the video store as well? I'm, I'm gathering this was just a mom of course, that was the height of the day. They had the, you know, the, yeah, yeah, they had the, the NES games, the Super Nintendo, and the Genesis games. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, you know. I worked at the, there was two mom and pop video stores in my hometown. I worked at the, the crappy one, so... Mm-hmm. It wasn't as busy as the other one. The suction wasn't great, but that's how I managed to actually play and beat um, Super Mario RPG. So you, you were able to pl- you were able to play it because like you got access to it, basically. Yeah, and they like, had it in unlimited. the video store. Nobody ever rented it. Really? Well, it's too <laughs> no, big to it rent. Was very seldom. How long so, did you get games for back then? Like you got like a three well, day rental, you got day. your five day. Well, rent- by the time I was playing, I mean, it was a one day rental. You know, it was like oh my two dollars. Gosh! Tax. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> And then, you know, when I worked at the video store, especially if I worked, like, 
back-to-back days. As long as it wasn't a new release, I could pretty much take whatever I wanted, mm-hmm. bring it back the next day, and if no one checked it out, grab it again. So Yeah, yeah. So, but, like, what, I, I'm fascinated by this. This is something that I always want. I don't know why I never did it. Like, I ended up serving. I was a cashier for a little while. But, like, this is a job that just doesn't exist for kids anymore to, like, sort of just no. dive into the thing that – all of us, even not just kids, but you grow up to be super passionate about movies. Like nobody's working as a 16 year old, making minimum wage working at Netflix. Like there's just, <laughs> there's just no opportunity or like no. in a, what was it? A red box? Right. Red where boxes, you rent, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that's kind of the alternative now. Like all those kids jobs. Actually, you know what? I was just talking to Joey Ferris about this and I have to sort of now I think I'm, I'm realizing maybe what he was telling me. So I got to reach out to Joey. I don't know if well, you're listening, Joey, but yeah, man, look that's, around. That's... there's a, there's a family video probably 20 miles from my house. That's still in operation. Mm. So why do you think that is like, how is that even possible? I have no idea. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> they, maybe they don't realize maybe that there's, not maybe there's old people like us that still like to get, Hey, let's get mm-hmm. around something. So. Mm-hmm. so how did you get that job? Did you like know the family or something like that? Like, did you like just like you wanted to work? Like, how does that come about for you? It was one of those things at the, at, at the video store. Um, the owner worked there all the time and stuff, and I was always in there. And mm-hmm. I was in there one day. He goes, "You, how old are you?" I'm like, "I'm 16." He goes, "You want a job?" That's yeah, it. I'm actually, oh, it was that's a small like, town. Was that's small like, town America. I was man, getting ready it? to. Uh, I was getting ready to like to pump out, you know, applications too. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to places collecting them. You know, this was kids. This was before you could just go online. You actually had to show up in person, mm-hmm. request an application, all that stuff. But God, we're um, old, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Back in my so, day. Uh, you applied with a piece of paper and a feather pen. <laughs> Don't worry, Sean. I think I might have you by five years anyway. So. Nah, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm actually but, sure. I, I'm bad with age. That's why I was bad as a server. I couldn't tell who I should ID <laughs> or not. 16 or 32, I can't tell the difference. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's all right. For drinks. I'm, for drinks. Everybody, I just for serving drinks. Just don't. Just stop it. <laughs> I could tell for that. Because I checked. For ID. Yes. This is off the rails. So you were working at the video store. Hey, want to talk about the, the the section behind the swinging doors? How does that work for a sixteen year old? We didn't have that. Okay, I love that you we know what I mean. <laughs> Many people came and asked if we had them. We didn't have it. I had oh to send them to the other gosh, videos. That's amazing. Because <laughs> like I only we we didn't like go to a ton of videos. So we had two basically. There was one very close to the house, and then there was Blockbuster that came later, which you know just sort of like did the Walmart effect of ruining everybody's yep. small business. Yep. Uh, we had two and they both had uh, the swinging, like the saloon doors. And you're like, what's back there? Oh, it smells weird back there. I probably don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to go back. I love that how universal that is. It's as universal as when your Nintendo game doesn't work, you blow on the cartridge. Like nobody, that wasn't, there was no game facts or anything back then. You just did it. And the fact that. Even though it didn't actually do anything, we found out after the fact. So, I mean, it, I mean, it worked. Like it, it just did. ruined the cartridges. Totally placebo effect, wasn't it? So. We your pin connections. I told you, well, no, now we know if it, if we did have the internet, um, you'd learn the Q-tip and alcohol or whatever that yep. whole business, right? Oh, it is yeah. alcohol. Yeah, well, I diluted mine, but yeah, you just take the Q-tip and get all the black crap, and you realize it's the brass from the connectors coming off, you know, now, 20, 30 years later. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that we can't go back and actually fix it the right way. Thanks, no internet. God, we're so primitive back then. Never mind the fact the back of it said, do not put alcohol on it and stuff, but hey... Nintendo just didn't want us to have nice things. They just wanted us to buy more. They it was planned obsolescence, and they had the the solution on the back to keep this thing to maintain your property. 
they said not to do it. That's hilarious that, that, that they put that right on the back. You know what's weird yeah, is they, that, like, that just recently, I think it's become fairly common knowledge that, that these things have batteries in them. But, like, as kids, you don't think of that and you don't think that, like, the save games were ever going to be an issue. You're just, like, yeah. grateful Until that this technology flashing, existed. But... Wait, what flashed? You know, when you put your cartridge in, it didn't work and it would, the screen would flash and the thing, the power would light, you know, before you blow in it. And then if you didn't catch it and it flashed too many times, you lost your battery save. I did not know what that meant because yeah. I've definitely seen that. I didn't realize if you had that's a battery what it was and it starts doing that. You're like, oh no. And you got to hold in the reset, hit the power button. Yeah. <gasps> I didn't I know lost, that. Holy cow. I lost, the first time I was so close to beating the original Zelda, I lost it because of that. I mean, I was getting ready to go into the, the last dungeon in it. It flashed on me twice. I'm like, oh crap! And, and you know, how and did you come to know that back then? That seems like such an internet knowledge piece. Like, how did ha- you? When I, I learned from when I learned about the NES. Um, at the time, my sister's boyfriend from high school, who she ended up marrying eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, first time I saw it, he came over to the house, and there was the you know we had men one TV in the living room, and then there was the other TV in the back room, which was just my brother and my bedroom. Yeah, and he had it hooked up there, and he's playing um, Castle Bean, and that was my first experience. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. So, but like just that, and then he started playing Zelda. And he's like, "Why don't you try?" And, and I went to go turn it off. He's like, "No, you got to hold and reset." And oh, I figured this okay. Was, this was probably eighty-seven. Yeah, yeah, man. Or so. I was probably about seven years old because in my house we didn't have the NES. Like I said before, we had the Atari, and we had a Commodore sixty-four mm-hmm. back then. So, played a lot of games on that. What Hence, were we playing on Commodore sixty-four? Uh, the original Mario Brothers, which yeah. oh, is when wow, I became a dude. fan of Luigi, because even when I play by myself, green's my favorite color, and I think that's why I just picked mm-hmm. it. You, um, you look like you might look like the actual Luigi. Like when you're tall and skinny, and that's pretty kinda, much it. And when yeah. you, ju- I imagine you jump around with the wiggling legs and everything, like you kind of oh, float of up course. there. Of course, yeah, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> Yahoo! Wow, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's I don't know, that's closer. That's Luigi. <laughs> no, it was, what about yeah. the movie? Let's talk about that for a second. Luigi, did, what, what did you think when you learned that Luigi's last name was Mario? <laughs> I was like, what is this? That was what? What? When did that come out? Ninety? Maybe I don't even know. Yeah, I was like, I, what is this? Right around uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies and, which is and Street phenomenal. Fighter. Teenage uh, Mutant Ninja, you're right. Only when they turn out good. The first one, the first two movies are great. The first one's and, phenomenal. The second one's good. I'm and as an adult, the, the first one holds up better, actually. But as a kid, I remember thinking uh, that the Secret of the Ooze was way, way better. But it was because it's because like, of the ending with Vanilla Ice. Come on, exactly. that made <laughs> and Super Shredder. Like I think that 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 was a little bit more climactic than the See, the garbage truck. Which actually served as sort of a warning for us kids to say, like, don't play around garbage trucks because you'll end up like Shredder. But I remember thinking, like, that was that may have been the first time that I spotted, like, quote unquote, movie magic of I I looked at that and thought, that's not he's not in there. Like the the illusion was ruined for me, whereas before I would have believed every frame of every movie that I would have seen. But I remember coming home. How does my brain work like this, Matt? Like, why? Why can't I remember where I put my car keys? I remember coming home in my dad's Volkswagen Rabbit 1977 with green leather. I don't even know if it was real leather, to be honest with you. Probably uh, wasn't back then. I remember telling him, Dad, Shredder's not dead because that was just his helmet. And like that was me saying like that that's how they would have shot the movie. But little did I know, he really wasn't dead. He was going to come punch what's-his-face. I know. Tanaka or whatever the guy, the his right hand man, he was gonna punch him right in the face. 
Well, that, I, what, what I remember that was going to happen. I kind of figured out after playing video games because you're sitting there like you need to get to the final boss. There's always another phase or two. Yeah, man, so. you got to beat them three times. You just yeah, put them in the garbage. Like that's phase one. Come on, man. <laughs> and like they attack them one at a time, Matt. Does this? Come on. It's, this drives me crazy to this day. You're the you're the teenage ninja turtles. Like just yeah. hit them in the kneecap from the back. Come on, go. Donnie. What are you doing? <laughs> Did yeah. you play the game? Everybody played the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game on. on oh, I NES. hated it because it was so hard, but I kept running it. <laughs> I kept, I kept running, running it. That's, oh, it was so hard, but at least once every other week, I'd end up running it. So mm-hmm. oh. it was the music. It was just, da, 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 da. oh yeah, da, like it it just that of, whole Konami Ultra mm-hmm. thing. You know, it was just oh, those drum lines they always put were ridiculous. Oh, so. I'm surprised that they didn't they didn't put that on um, the NES Classic, right? Like this seems like that was. I mean, I'd maybe it's it. licensed. <laughs> Well, I'm not. I'm not surprised. What's your what's your I, I retro know. collection like? Non-existent. Uh, it's oh, all is it? virtual. I still have my 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 NES when I went to college. Um, I like left it at home and I came back for Christmas and my parents were like we gave it to your sister and she's like I sold it and I'm like, oh. <laughs> and uh, so I had like the original Final Fantasy with the box and the oh map and everything and, and like she could, had the power pad. She sold everything for like fifty bucks. And then actually just this past weekend, my parents came. She's like, my, they called me like, yeah, we found your NES. They found my old NES with the four scoring controllers, but 90% of the games are gone. Oh so my gosh. I, like, cause I want the video store I worked at went out of business and they just said, grab whatever you want. And mm-hmm. I grabbed what was left some pickings. Cause that was when I was away at college mm-hmm. and, um, when I came back, but like no final fantasy, I think it's baseball stars is still in there. So that's a plus. Mm-hmm. Um, but my Super Nintendo, which isn't working right, I still have that sitting downstairs. It's not hooked up, but I still have like a, I have the classics: Final Fantasy III, mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger, mm-hmm. uh, Secret of Mana. Uh, I, I'm probably the only person in the world who has never owned Super Mario World that owns a SNES. But you my buddy be. had it, and I beat it. Guinness. I don't know. How many times. Yeah, I'm, it's it, that's it's possible. So <laughs> how come, how does that even happen? Like you must've bought your SNES, was it secondhand or like what, how did no, you come? I got a, I got a firsthand, but it had already been out for a year. I remember getting it for like my 12th or 13th birthday. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, what came with, what, I don't remember. I, I didn't get it with it, but the, I, I don't even think I got a game when I originally got it. Cause I went and rented something the first mm-hmm. night. And then, um, I eventually got, I don't even remember the order. Um, jeez. Oh, I think probably Tecmo Super Bowl is the first game I got. Nice, so. <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. It's like okay, so you but you're working at this time, so like, so well, you're not like like wide eyed and bushy tailed. You're not. You're not. Well, when the Super Matt. Nintendo came out, I wasn't working. I was 13. I mean, I was mowing lawns, but. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's pretty good too. Yeah, we're we're doing time jumps here, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's fine. Okay. No, so, I'm just in case everyone's getting confused. Yeah. That me. Hi. Because uh, maybe I should be making more notes. I just told you, Matt, my brain is, is half filled with Ace Ventura quotes. Like, did I ever tell you? I think I told Alex this just after. I think I hope that it was after the call. So I hope I'm not repeating myself. But the reason I even know how to do podcasting and work with audio at all is because back in the day, we used to hook up our VCR to the PC and oh. and record the audio. Right, because there's no video capture cards That's back right. there. Or yeah, I think it is in there. Yeah. So we yeah. would we would put the audio out to like a like a Y cable or like a Y adapter, so you can get yep. the red and white into the single line in, and uh, we would record audio and then chop it up 
so that when Windows started up, we would have Wayne's World and Ace Ventura sound effects that like did this because you could go in and replace like every single one instead of the chime or whenever there was an error. Um, they would be Ace Ventura and like, yep, good for my parents because like if Mike if Lincoln were to ever do that, I would be so annoyed. Like every time I do something, like when the Windows does a ding, like if that was Ace Ventura doing a whole like these weren't even just like quick. Oh, it Sound wasn't like all righty then. It was the whole. I mean, that was spiel. one of them, but yeah, we would do it. There's a thing. <laughs> oh, There's like a good portion of that scene. So, but we would work with like Wave Studio and chop it up and, and Windows Sound Recorder and things like that. And that's how, I, that's how we just learned how to do stuff. Like you, you yeah. weren't trying to really do anything. It was just, just running around. Just yeah, messing around. Right. Even back when we had cassette tapes and you'd kind of have your radio show you'd record, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. What, like, what was your what was your radio show, Matt? I don't know. We, we did get we did together with friends and we would just who knows probably half time we're probably just cussing the cuss because we were like nine years old. Yeah, because it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so cool. Oh, I said the f word. Oh, <laughs> giving the middle finger like to the side. Like, I remember when I learned what the middle finger was. I, I remember thinking that was so stupid. Like, because because a kid at school got suspended. For giving a teacher the middle finger, I'm like, what the heck? the middle what? finger? Like, what well, the heck? Just I know, it, like, you're watching watching Lincoln actually just kind of like discover like textures and like what happens when you grab something or when you push yep. it over. Like, you forget the things that you like that you've learned and that you've come to realize are like things about or in this world. And it's funny to look back. That's why I love the show because it forces us to kind of go back a little bit and go, oh, that was. Oh yeah, I remember picturing the Terminator in my mind before I actually saw it. Like, yeah, things like that. So what? So you said when you worked at the the video store, pretty much NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis. Like that was kind of like sixty four. You're you're off to something else. I was. Hmm, see, I came, they did. They had a few, but I never owned a sixty four. Mm-hmm. So How that's come? the one home console I never had. Just I don't know. Yeah. I had so much access to it through friends and stuff that I just never, I like I wanted one, but I never really. And then by then you figure I want, I started college in fall of 98. My roommate had one in college. So mm-hmm. we had a PlayStation, Super Nintendo, there it uh, is. N64 in college. And then it, the next system I ended up buying was a PS2 after I went from Super Nintendo to PS2. So, oh, wow. Yeah. For what I owned. And mm-hmm. then, um, you the know, greatest got a DVD player. After that. Yes. That's why I bought it. I was like, I wanted to get a DVD player and for like, Back then, you know, a DVD player for two hundred dollars or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, for fifty bucks more, you can get a PS2. It's like, let's do it. So honestly, that was a huge reason I got a PS3. Was I was working at the Canadian Best Buy back then, and Blu-ray players were selling for twelve hundred dollars, and it oh. was like Blu-ray versus HD. Wait, that's DVD only like fifty dollars American. Right? I, well, back then it was actually a little <laughs> closer, but you're right. Uh, usually, <laughs> we can just like shit all over the Canadian dollar, but back then it was a little. There was a time period where, like, even when Chelsea and I. Uh, we're first dating we would go down to like new york comic-con or uh, i think even san diego comic-con and we could go to a factory outlet store which pretty much don't exist here and we would just we would bring like literally like an empty luggage case and just buy stuff and bring it back and now yeah. like even if you buy something at like 40 percent off like it doesn't really work out for us because our dollar has just been so crappy lately um yeah but but yeah man like twelve hundred dollar blu-ray it- players so you'd come here to buy that, and my wife was telling me she, um, she, you know, I'm in Western New York, right on Lake Ontario, and mm-hmm. my wife grew up here, 
And she's talking about they'd always go up to Toronto, which is an hour and a half, and they'd just buy CDs because they were so dirt cheap. CDs, yes. <laughs> and just like come back pretty much with a suitcase of CDs, and mm-hmm. I, you know, with all that so. French, you got the labels with all the French on the back of it. That's kind of yeah. strange, isn't it? Like, especially consider. I feel like it's weird because like French is like an official language; it's official. Like we're officially bilingual, but yeah. I feel like in the states more of a percentage of people actually speak Spanish than the percentage that's, of people who speak French here. I'm not sure. Maybe that's, that's a little right. bit more localized. I I guess. I, 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 can, yeah. barely, I can barely speak English. So. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> <laughs> I took three years of Spanish in high school. And I, mm, you know, I can speak dos cervezas por favor, and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, there it is. Donde yeah. está el baño, or is it mm. even la baña? That's, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're just, you can just make a face, and people will know that you need yeah. to go, you know rate a podcast or something like that yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so what did yeah. you what did you um like you're taking kind of a break kind of uh purposefully in between those those generations or was it just timing just time finances i mean mm-hmm. i was really the first person in my family to go away to college my brother oh, went nice. to um, a branch of one of the bigger colleges he never finished yeah he was working so no pressure hours going to school for full time it mm-hmm didn't finish my sister went to a small business school got her two-year degree mm-hmm. uh, but i was the first one to go i mean i where i went to school was 60 miles away so it was an hour and a half drive but um you know i left <laughs> didn't come home every weekend like a lot of people but um yeah you know and then college had access to all that um then i moved i remember school the 2001 2000 2001 school year when i moved out of the dorms I actually moved out in between semesters is when I I was working for the geology department in the summer doing stuff getting set up there getting a mineral museum long story short um, going through the specimens for that and then I was working as a dishwasher at an Applebee's mm-hmm. um, and I just saved up like two or three paychecks like took portions out to about my PS2 and then eventually if you remember um, after the GameCube I think it was out for a year but it was when they were doing the you got the game and they gave you like another demo disc and I remember getting Wind Waker with that and you know i got that after my ps2 that christmas mm-hmm. like a black friday deal or something i paid like like maybe 80 dollars, and i got like the one game in the console and i bought like one other controller got that nice big bright orange controller with it oh nice one so that's so the, there you I, are with your with your dual shock and your gamecube controller what do you think like I remember looking at that controller, and I still look at it. I'm just like, what the heck? Like, what do I – I don't even know where X is. I don't know how it yeah, came out like this. I feel like if if left to its own devices, the, the controller, the thumb, the, the trigger is going to actually wrap itself around my finger. Like, it was just a little too curved. I don't know, man. Like, what were you thinking back then? I don't like, know. I th- it was comfortable. I yeah. Mean, it wasn't like the old joysticks. It's – you know, it's like they, they forgot to put a little like nub on the on the C stick. Yeah, like it's just but like I mean, this... it, any controller. Once you play with it enough, you know you'll have it. It doesn't matter. I mean, I anytime someone says I like this one better than that, it's because they've been playing with a certain style longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so my kid always plays the Switch with his Joy Con with the Joy Cons on the grip. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, play with the Pro controller; it feels better. But maybe because he has smaller hands, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's true. So. So how is that going with uh, with kids and video games and introducing things to them? Like Nintendo's a um, safe bet. Yeah, that's why it's the only we don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox in the house. Yeah, um, you don't want mainly you don't because want them murdering prostitutes. And, and I don't know if you guys know. I'll put out there my my kid's on the spectrum. He's high has high function autism. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I think you have to be a little more cautious because he focuses yeah, on things a little too much, which I kind of do too. Um, I might feed him a little too much. Lindsay kind of yells at me at that for times, but mm-hmm. you know, like he knows we're getting Mario Odyssey. Like I, by the way, did you ever get your Mar- Mario Odyssey yet? I did. I think I've got 16, 16 moons. I'm I'm happy to okay. say I, I'm moving on from from the Sand Kingdom. Okay. So that's Our, I'm ours very is, excited. Ours is going under the tree. So. Dude, I'm that's sitting there awesome. and everyone's like, and I'm like, that's going under the tree. And um, I don't want to say it too loud. He's downstairs. Like mm. SNES Classic <gasps> is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, How, it, yeah, dude, like that's. I'm so excited for Preston for that, and also for you. That's really hard. Like, what like a dual life parents I, have to live between. I'm work when I get to the jobs. I'm working forty plus hours a week. Yeah. By the time I get home, if I'm playing anything, it's at night. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, I still have to finish Mario. My backlog's terrible. I still got to finish Mario Rabbids. Um, um, with my NES Classic, I Gamer Confession. I've never beat the original Metroid. I, I need mm-hmm. to do that. That's on my list to do. Um, I'm uh, Stardew Valley sucking up my life right now. Oh when yeah, I play man. something. Isn't it's, that the best like, thing about 2017? I, I didn't think I would like that game. Mm-hmm. Stardew Valley, just, yeah, and it's just—I don't know. It's well, you can go there playing, cleaning up messes. They've got all the minerals for you to like. Well, you got rocks I'm on you my, can geek out I'm on about. My, I'm on my third. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my third. Attempt. No, that's what Steam World Dig Two was for. Oh, well, that's true. That's a yeah. little. That's a little closer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, I don't know. I started playing it, and I'm like, "What is this? This is terrible!" And mm. everyone was like, "You need to." I I went and found like those. Everyone suggested, you know, find those short what to do to start videos, mm-hmm. you know, those little ones, things to do as you're as a noob or starting out. Yeah, I found sure. those and yeah. started over because I made some very poor decisions. Like I had the bat cave. I'm like, bat cave. Yeah, Batman. No, it's terrible. You don't get any fruit that's worthwhile. Mm. Stuff like that. Um, so I was getting really far and did a lot. And there was an issue where my scythe, I put it, I put, I put all my stuff in a chest in the, in the, mine before i go in just to free up space mm-hmm. and my scythe disappeared oh yeah because it can get stolen no it was in the chest but can it get like can't people or like can't i don't know i, I thought sure it that, you can, that things can get stolen unless you have like locked up in your house but not you're not your scythe not i didn't think your tools could and i don't know i've only played I, maybe I, like 10 or 12 hours on, I, on my laptop well, and I'm, i made all those wrong mistakes so i want to so i know if you like pass out or run out of energy your stuff can get stolen but from what i read because i was looking things up it's all the older versions the pc version like if you lose a tool what's his name the mayor gives it oh, to you right, back or right something. nope gone just uh, 20 some hours into it i had all this perfectly set up and now i'm on round number three starting over so. oh that's hilarious so that's that's it's almost like um like binding of Isaac in a way where not, but not really like it, but it's yeah. on your own doing of like, I'm starting over. I've got nothing and we'll see how this one goes, I guess. Yeah. That's so interesting. And I love, you know, 2017 has just been pretty unreal. And usually, you know, as we're, yeah. as we're getting to that time, usually I kind of go, what are you still looking forward to? There's not really a whole lot. So I'm going to actually go a little bit more retrospective, Matt, um, as, oh, no, we, um, as we close things. I want to play um, Rocket League. I've never played it. Oh, dude! It's coming out what next week? Yeah, the fourteenth is it? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so actually, by the time this goes up, it'll be in two days. We can be. Yeah. I don't know if that's how the math works. I get a little and daylight savings. I, I got to put a calendar completely. in front of me. I, yeah, exactly. I, for, 
two-year-old got up at four o'clock this morning, so I'm mm. four o'clock. Yeah, it's yeah. Rocket League <laughs> is a per- especially yeah on the Switch. And you just if you can sneak a couple hands off to the side while you're you know, you're doing your thing. Rocket League is it's going to take the Switch by storm. Like it, it's yeah. so perfect. Um, I I can't wait for you to get your hands on. I will be buying it again. I will have it on all three platforms. <laughs> Matt, I need to ask you do you do you think and maybe you don't even have an answer, but what are your, what are your reflections on 2017? Is this the best year ever in gaming? Like you have, you played, <laughs> you played Indiana Jones on Atari. Is this the best game of your it's, ga- it's, year of gaming ever? It's different years are different or best for different reasons. This one's really cool. Cause with the kids and kind of getting them a little into it, mm-hmm. it's really cool that compared to like when I got my PS two and back in the living in a house in college, when playing with roommates, they all had PS twos and we're all yelling at each other as we played. So calm two against each oh, other yeah. and stuff like that. It's, oh, it's, that's a good it's all for different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, at the same time as that, they'd come over and we'd sit and drink and play Mario party, drinking Mario party and Mario Kart double dash. And, mm-hmm. you know, Mario Golf, the Toad Soul Store. They need a Mario Golf on the Switch. They need something like that. Soon, mm. By the way, but, um, you know, it's, it's they're great for different reasons. I mean, to me, one game that because uh, where I live, we got the National Museum of Play, and they actually have the they have a um, video game Hall of Fame there. Cool. And I keep yelling because Mule never comes up as an option, which I think is the most underrated video game of all time. I was originally I don't even know what you Atari just said systems. to me. Mule, and it's an acronym M U L E. Uh huh. It was like the, I had it on my NES. It was a port of an Atari. An Atari might have been a fifty-two hundred. Mm-hmm. Someone out there is going to know the number and correct me on it. Um, and it was like a four-player game where you start a colony, and you have to like you know farm for food and mine for minerals. And that's amazing. And you have to work together, but you try to screw each other to get more money. And <laughs> as things happen, you know it's supply and demand. The more items that are in the store. The cheaper it is, the less items in it. If you go buy it out, the more expensive it gets. Stuff spoils. I, I can't even explain it. You have to look it up. There is a, a computer port for it, but I've never checked it out. Like a free version there. There was 10 years ago. So um, I love it. Now everybody's got to go. I got to check that out. And I that, wonder me, if that was the first I had because I had the four score. I had it on my NES. That is we just tried to screw each other over. So there's probably like the attach rate on that is probably one in a trillion, like like very yes. very low. If yeah, right, and that's that's amazing, Matt. Thank you so much for taking time out of. You. I know I don't know how you do it. Honestly, you talked about your work schedule, you talk about your family and everything. I really appreciate you. Uh, first of all, all your support, and as well taking time to chat a little bit today over coffee. I don't know what, what were you drinking today. I'm drinking. It's eleven o'clock here. I'm drinking Pepsi. Oh, that, that dude! You don't have to. You don't have to justify time for, for Pepsi, please. I mean, just be lucky it wasn't a beer this early. <laughs> that's kind that of would be fine too. There's <laughs> nine o'clock somewhere. Um, thank you so much. Uh, where can people get in touch with you and um, tell you that they really enjoyed you today, man? Well, there's all the Facebook groups um, and everything. Um, I'm in all the you know the indie podcasts on Nintendo Gear. I can't even list them all. Mm. It, pretty much everyone that's listening to this or watching this is probably in one of those groups. Um, on uh, Twitter at Skinny Matt K, and then <laughs> my little real quick my plug for my little YouTube thing I started that um, Nintendo Memoirs. It's long story short, I just kind of started it just to answer a question. Decided I'm gonna try to make it a regular thing, and that's on um, Twitter as well at Nintendo um, 
mem- at, at Nintendo Memoirs. Sorry, I'm stumbling over my words here. Um, there's two videos up, and hopefully there'll be another one coming up later today. So yeah, man, well keep it up. Honestly, I I want to see see more, and uh, this was I'm so glad that we got to have you on today. I can't wait for people to check out more of your videos. Uh, thank you. So I'll, much, admit I'll admit they're rough. It's it's just starting out. I'm just using it, shooting it on my phone. One take stuff. Dude, Let's see how it evolves. So you gotta start episode number one for this. This is if this is did, brutal. So it's one of those things. I have like I'm just gonna do it because if I don't, I never will. And there at least you go. gotta try it. So that's what it's all about, man. Awesome. Thanks so much. No, thank you. Lincoln, that's it. That's the whole show. We did it together. Lincoln and I are podcasting again. He's my co-host. <laughs> he's, he, you know, he's just got to do a couple episodes, get a couple under his belt, as they say, before he really starts to rant on like his dad. Thank you, Lincoln, for your help. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Matt at Skinny Matt K, Nintendo Memoirs, for the amazing chat. It's so good to get to know you a little better. And uh, thank you, guys. By the way, did you notice that music at the start, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? There's an amazing album you need to check out on ocremix.org. You can actually go to shellshocked.ocremix.org. It's a whole bunch of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just remixes, rock remixes. It's, it's awesome. So you guys should definitely check it out. I don't even know if that's new, but it's new to me. And that's going right on my yes, Lincoln. It's it's pretty exciting. He's jump, jumping up for joy for those who are not uh, watching the video. So amazing stuff. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. If you haven't already subscribed, hit the like button on the YouTube video. Even if you didn't watch the YouTube video, head over to YouTube.com slash WeTheNerdy. Give a, give a thumbs up. Leave a comment. All of that stuff. It definitely helps. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. Sean, like Connery, Capri, like the pants, follow the show, We the GamerCast, and the website, We the Nerdy. Tons of good stuff happening over at We the Nerdy, guys. Like my preview for Skyforge will be up there, as well as I'm going to be reviewing It'll Do 2 for the Nintendo Switch. So I'm going to be playing that on the plane. That reminds me, I probably would have forgot to do that. So thank you for uh, Google Docs for reminding me about that. So pumped about that. It'll Do 2, it's happening. Listen to me on the Xbox Drive, please. Guys, even if you don't even like Xbox, it's a good time. It's 30 minutes. Lincoln, just chill. We're almost done, dude. We're at the end. Can't you hear the music? It's actually, like, fading out and everything. Everybody knows we're almost done. Um, And I guess I'm on the Gaming Gurus podcast. Or subscribe to the Nintendo PlayStation uh, feed, and and it'll be there. But I'm, I'm sure you're already there. And if you haven't already... Please consider joining us on patreon.com slash make us better. It's the whole reason we continue to grow. We hired on a new person. We brought him on as an equal partner. Thanks to all of your guys' support. We're going to have more shows under this banner, more content, and you guys just continue to push us. So thank you very much. Patreon.com slash make us better. Thank you to our artists, Gary Gray and Adam Leonard, our video designer, Antonio Guillen, my baby Lincoln is crawling out of my lap. And remember, the show is powered by the Day Space Network of Podcasts, where you can find other shows such as Character Crunch and Nintendo Talk and Topic Nintendo and the Warp Whistle Podcast and Nintendo Nostalgia and apparently every Nintendo show that's ever been made. Hopefully, the PlayStation Podcast makes its way over there. Uh, Otherwise, this is episode 115. It's now in your ears and your eyeballs. Thank you for listening and watching. I hope you'll be back next week because I'll be here. Now it's time for Jason! Lincoln, hit hit X for Jason. Jason, say say Jason. Say it. Jason! Jason! Jason!
Jason! Jason! Jason! Jason! Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!